my goodness. Oh my goodness. What is up, Fireflower Gals, Tanuki Flying Guys? This is the Nintendo Fever Podcast. It is the podcast that will cool that fever that you have for all things Nintendo. We are a weekly show that is on YouTube every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, thank you so much for joining. My name is Matt. I don't know if there's anybody here yet. I'm messing up all sorts of technical things. Holly is my co-host. That's the person that's on this side of me. I don't know how it looks to you, Holly. You're actually below me and to the side of me. It doesn't make any sense. I don't have any reasons. <laughs> but how are you doing this week? Uh, doing good. Good, good. Just good. another average week of lots of homework. And uh, my one and only min- midterm project was due earlier this week. So oh. nailed it. Got 100%. Congratulations. Thank we, you. We, ex- we expect nothing less from you, though, Holly. Like, that is <laughs> that is exactly what we expect that you would always do and get and perform. So, um, Thanks. This episode is kind of a fun special episode because for two reasons, Holly. Uh, do, you, are you, do you have the YouTube page open by chance? I've got the chat open. The chat open. Oh, okay. Well, it, well, then you should take – hey, what's up? Blind Hostility just showed up on the, uh, on the, the Twitch chat. Blind hostilities in the Twitch okay. chat. How's it going? You'll have to keep there? up on that for me. I will try. We got a couple people here. At least it says we do. Uh, question though: If you could blind hostility, jump over to YouTube real quick and drop a like on the video. And there's a reason why. Okay, the reason why I want you to drop a like on the video is because we have a like counter that's actually embedded in our show now. But it's only for the YouTube because I don't have – there's not like a liking system that's in um, Twitch as of right now. So I don't have anything to showcase the Twitch people watching. But if you're on YouTube, please drop a like on it. And if you drop a like on it, it will show up. Hey, what's up, Benjamin? He just showed up in the YouTube chat, for instance. So drop a like. Say Hey, 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 hey. I, I swear I didn't see you do that before <laughs> you did. I swear that was completely uh, – not expected but uh drop a like and you'll see something cool happen on the uh main video is all i'm trying to say i don't know why it's taking me so long to get all that out um just give us a like just give us a like guys i did it in like a fraction of the time awesome uh so we should start seeing those likes if all look if you look at the, the video now it says we have we have two likes we have two likes right now you see the thumbs up it's amazing it's so cool uh, Thank you. We don't have a like goal right now. The, the The reason why I'm like kind of shouting all this stuff out uh, really loudly and stuff is because eventually I want to do like a like goal of some kind where we can like do a fun giveaway or something like that uh, based around it. But we got to test the waters out first before we start, you know, diving head deep into it, making sure that it's working okay, obviously. So uh, I think I have all my chats open that I need. I'm just trying to double check everything <laughs> right now. I know I'm 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 way way messed up and behind on stuff. I apologize, but let's go ahead and we get into. We got a late start. Sorry about that. Yes, my my fault completely. By the way, guys, nah. sorry. Uh, let's show off some uh, recent swag. Let's talk about some recent swag. So uh, while we have you get reaching, why don't you why don't you go first? That'd be that'd be best. Pew! Here it comes. <laughs> Did you feel like a little kid also when you got your Starlink? Actually, I figure? felt like I felt like a really old man is how I felt, which oh. <laughs> probably was not great. I probably should not have felt that way, but I totally did for whatever reason. I was like, man, I, I am too old to own this thing. But yeah, I just that's me. 
Starlink Battle for Atlas, Nintendo Switch version, which funny enough, like at Walmart, it was in the Xbox uh, section. Like, you know how everything in Walmart is behind the glass and everything. Well, this uh, all of the Starlink copies in my Walmart were behind the uh, Xbox class, which I found funny. No wonder I couldn't find it earlier. Um, anyway, so yeah, Starlink. It comes with a little fox figure, which I which is underneath here and it's really hard to get that off. So, (laughs) but it also comes with, okay, so I'm actually pretty proud of this. So it comes, the Nintendo switch version comes with uh, two weapons. Uh One is ice and one is fire. And I matched them up with my joy con controllers. Oh goodness. So the fire, I just love organizing things like this. So the fire one matches my red joy con and the ice one matches my blue. It is awesome. (laughs) I can't, I can't stop looking at it. That's pretty like, great. I'm just I'm just gonna be staring at it this entire podcast. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I, I I truly think that it's a pretty cool little toy. Um, honestly, yeah. like, I, I'm more impressed with the build quality of it than I thought I was gonna be. Mm-hmm. For instance, um, for sure. Right now, we actually have a little slideshow going on on the YouTube chat, and it shows off your uh, Starlink, the picture that you took and posted onto our Discord. So if you're interested in joining our Discord, make sure you do that. I'll drop a link in the description so that you're able to join us there. We also have Blind Hostility. He was uh, posting all sorts of fun stuff. He got a, a whole box for like 75 cents and some like Zelda stuff. Uh, I think if this was Jay Beast that had some that uh, – Easy. Yeah, yeah. He had the – what's it called? Uh Dark Souls person, the Dark oh, Souls yes. amiibo, yeah. And amiibo. then this was, was your cool. Undertale, I believe, uh, uh, picture. That you took a picture of your your physical one, didn't you? Okay, I thought so. I took a picture mostly of the um um like the little storybook. So yeah, the physical yeah. edition of Undertale comes with this neat little booklet that's like storybook ish, mm-hmm. and it's really neat. But yeah, so we're Love showing. It. So if you wanna, if you wanna have your guys's uh, stuff shown off in the next, uh, uh, you know, ver- uh, p- a thing of this show, recent swag segment, then make sure you find us on Discord or on Twitter and just type in, "Hey, uh, Nintendo Fever Podcast at Nintendo Fever on Twitter." Uh, hashtag recent swag. Make sure you show us a picture, and I will include it here on the show because I think that that would be a lot of fun to start doing. So that's a goal of mine to get making sure that I do that every single time. Uh, let's go. I didn't get any more new recent swag, so there is a, a game store that was actually closing uh, right next next to me, and I was gonna. I went there at lunch at, at noon. I was gonna go there and get some go buy some really cheap stuff even just some random junk stuff honestly for as cheap as everything was 70 percent off at this point right so i was gonna go buy a bunch of stuff and when i get there it's already closed they have sold the remainder oh. of their stuff and they are they do not have anything else to give me and it was just absolutely yeah it was a bummer it was a complete and total bummer um uh-oh. it's very unusual for you not to have something for recent swag I so know. i'm glad i I'm glad I could show off my wonderfully color coded. You have you have one up uh, for sure, Holly. You have one up. Starlink. <laughs> I know that wasn't your week. goal. I know it wasn't your goal, but you have totally one up to me. Uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and keep moving on with the games uh, or what's what's been going on. What have we been playing? I'm assuming Holly, you've been playing some Starlink. At least that's what it, yes. I would assume because you just got it. So I would like to hear some first impressions of what you think. How about how far are you in it? You think. Um, well, so the, you know, you kind of crash land on the first planet, mm-hmm. uh, so you can explore that a little bit and there's tons of exploring to do, but, um, so I did a little bit of that, but then continued the story a little. So I just got off the first planet and onto the second. Mm-hmm. 
So, and as far as first impressions go, so I feel like people, people are like, oh, this is what No Man's Sky should have been type, you know, things. Uh-oh, you're, you're breaking out a little bit. Internet's causing problems. You're freezing up. Trying to reconnect. Uh-oh, Holly, we've like lost you. Uh-oh, we've lost you for a minute, Holly. You still there? Hello, Holly. Holler if you can hear me. Love doing a live show. It's always a lot of fun. I don't think this is my fault. <laughs> it totally could be, though. Who knows? Uh, we've lost her. Connection lost. Are you connected to the internet? Oh, no. Holly. Holler if you can hear me. She's gone. She's gone. We've lost her. We've lost Holly, sadly. Um, I don't want to quit doing the podcast if we lose her. I'm going to try and get a hold of her. If I can, then we will uh, continue with her. If not, then I might play some games with you guys for a little while and uh, continue on with the basic idea, premise of what the podcast is all about. Uh, because, yeah, oh, we got another like, three likes now, as you can see on the video, which is pretty cool. I think it's a pretty fun idea. Like I said, in the future, I'd like to do like a like goal type situation so that we're able to uh, do some fun stuff with that. But if not, then, you know, it's just something that lives there in the uh, in the, in the bottom of the video, basically. Um, sorry about all the technical difficulties. Truly, I am. I'm going to try and get a hold of Holly real quick. Pinned message, see all pins. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. I'm still learning Discord all the time, so that I was just interested in what that was. What that said. Oh, let's see. What do we? What do we tell Holly? Oh no! What happened? There we go. Let's see if she can help us figure out what might have happened if she's able to get back in. Oh, we, uh oh. We've we got to remove this one. Hello, Holly. Can you hear me? I'm here. I'm back. Oh, she made it back, guys. She's hello. I was just gonna start playing video games if you didn't come back. So this is a lot better. <laughs> this is a lot better Stream than that. Game. Yeah, I was just gonna start streaming. <laughs> which I was. Sorry about that. I have no idea what happened. Just the internet. Yeah. Had a hiccup. I have my phone here. I was gonna Discord you because all I've got is uh, all I had till just now was a cell phone signal. My goodness. My goodness. Okay. Well, let's let's continue before we lose everything in, uh, completely. I uh, have not been playing a whole lot of stuff. Uh, I've been really busy, but I have been seeing all the awesome stuff that's for sale on the eShop, and I'm really strongly considering getting something like Golf Story, which is less than $10 right now, and a game that I was really, really interested in. Uh, the only thing that I don't know if I want to get it is I feel like it's going to be a real bad time sink, and I don't know if I want to buy games right now that are going to involve, like, deep story grinding type games i don't know uh but yeah, still looks good i probably i probably should be thinking that way right now being in school and all and all but i might just go for it just because i have <laughs> enough uh, my nintendo gold points so i have a question especially for anybody $10 who dollars worth of gold points i have like 13 dollars worth Holly, of them you a, you a baller okay you a you a straight baller I've been saving them, hoping that we we will get something besides like discounts on digital games. Nope. Like just in case, what if nope. physical rewards suddenly happen? Never. What if I blow them all? And this is my question for the chat: okay. What if I blow all my points right now? And I wouldn't be blowing all of them, which is nice uh, if I got this now. But what if I blew all of those coins yeah. and suddenly Nintendo offered something awesome? So I have a hundred. 
I just checked right now. I have 184. So I have a dollar. Are you? Okay. Matt, you got to go in and you got to like register your physical games. Yeah, I do. Are I you do. doing that? I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay. But you get way more for digital games. Number. But didn't you get the three Yeah, times? you get like twice as much or something. Yeah. But yeah, I got like 300 just from Super Mario Party. I'm trying to look yeah. at my rewards history because I'm, I'm interested because I recently just spent a bunch of stuff because I was I was getting annoyed. Like, it's terrible. I was like legitimate. Oh, point summary, I think is what I need to go to. I was getting annoyed at like not spending any points. Points expiration. I hate looking at point expiration date. That is the worst when you see that you have points oh, that are going to expire soon. Thousands and thousands of oh. platinum points expiring. But thankfully, the uh, it takes a lot longer for the gold points to expire. So I've been keeping an eye on those and just saving them up in case something cool comes up. Yeah. But right now, Nintendo's like, we're just going to give you a few cents. So I've only of a discount on I've, stuff. I've only ever used a ninety nine. Uh, Gold? Yeah, gold. Or no, it looks like I've used 200 total. I've used 200 gold total. Uh, what is this? Oh, maybe I've used more than I thought. Oh, that's surprising. Anyways, I just spent a bunch of silver because I was like, man, I just want to spend all these silver coins. I had like a thousand. I, gotta... I don't know. I'm just terrible things on wallpaper, Holly. I just bought a lot of wallpaper for my phone and for my, <laughs> well, my I'm desk. not even doing that anymore. I had a goal once to like earn as many platinum points as possible. Uh -huh. And then hopefully Nintendo's paying attention to how many are being are just expiring because there's so many of them and there's care. nothing to get. I wish Nintendo and like, why isn't this possible if they are able to give us JPEGs? Why doesn't Nintendo let us get like soundtracks, MP3s with our? Because it's too good of an idea, Holly. It's too, too good of an idea. That's why. Uh, anyways, let's get into some news real quick because I have a couple news stories that I thought we'd talk ah. about before we get into our topic. Resident Evil is coming to the switch lots of resident evil I, I couldn't tell i didn't have time to look up the full story i don't know if it's going to be like a uh what's it called a collection of games or if it's going to be a what's it called uh you know individual releases resident evil remake which is the one that came out for the gamecube later came out to the wii and i believe also was like on an hd port to like the xbox and stuff like that as well resident oh, sure. resident evil 4 which was also originally a gamecube exclusive made it to the wii came to the it came to android phones at some point i believe uh like it's been everywhere uh and resident evil 4 is a classic game i can't wait to play it again and then resident evil zero which is like a prequel type game once again also came out to the gamecube and then a bunch of other stuff but it was originally a uh a nintendo 64 game back in the day actually uh only was released in Japan, and then the first time it was released in America was actually on the GameCube for the remake that they did for it. Those games are stunning. Uh, I know you probably don't have a whole lot of experience with Resident Evil, but they are very no. good games. And I personally am super excited to buy Resident Evil 4 again, and I'd love to hear if anybody in the chat... Uh, Benjamin just said, blow the coins is what he just said. Uh, I want to know <laughs> if there's anybody that is excited to play Resident Evil on the Switch because I am going to buy Resident Evil 4 when it comes to the to the Switch. I, there is nothing that could stop me from buying it, honestly. Like, I love that game. It's an amazing playing video game. And the fact that, like, I'm, I have the ability to, like, take it on the go with me and stuff is probably not going to be good because I'm going to spend way too much time playing it than I probably should. Um, That's like a it's like a reason to buy any game again on the Switch. Yeah. I want to get Shovel Knight now that a physical. Did you know a physical uh, edition of Shovel Knight is coming to Switch? I did not. I have not heard that. That's kind of exciting news. Uh, yeah, like next early next year, I think. Maybe I I'll finally maybe I'll finally play it. 
Finally. Yes. Have you have you ever bought it? Nope. Just not at all. Okay. Yeah, not at all. I don't know why it is, but for some reason that game just does not speak to me. I don't know. I I can't even I can't even explain it. Uh, going to the next piece of news, which I thought was kind of cool as well. Uh, the host of Swap Note, if anybody remembers Swap Note for the Nintendo 3DS, Nikki. She was always very nice and sweet. <laughs> She's going to be joining Super Smash Brothers Ultimate as a brand new assist trophy. Her cute drawings are going to come to life and attack. So be careful. I thought this was um, cool. Uh, we're not going to talk about rumors. I just want to clear that real fast. I don't know if you've heard, Holly, but they, supposedly the roster was leaked. I'm Neither my, of us is a fan of rumors here. I'm, I'm keeping my eyes completely closed. I have no yes. idea who's leaked. Don't say Matt, anything. But I yeah, I don't either. I've been taking a break from social media, actually. But I'm sorry to disappoint. But uh, Nikki was actually already announced. Oh, oh this oh, is the first time I ago. saw it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I, I'm just out of the yeah. loop a whole lot. I thought it's fine. I'd... She was just kind of shown in the uh, like uh, direct, the Smash Bros. direct that happened. Mm. You know when they went through a lot of the assist trophies, including uh, Shovel Knight. Speaking of Shovel Knight, so that's a cool. That one, far obviously. back? Wow, I don't know why I forgot about that her. That far back. I feel yeah. bad that I forgot about her. Anybody else? Oh, poor Nikki. Did, did anybody remember her? It looks like we got Knight Blog. I don't know who this. I can't pronounce your name. I apologize, but I've never seen your name. So if you're this is the first time you're tuning in, thank you for tuning in. You've already missed all the terrible technical difficulties. So congratulations. Make sure you drop a like on the video so you can see that like counter start to go up. Appreciate that as always. Uh, did anybody remember that Nikki was in this game besides uh, Holly? Am I just crazy and just completely forgot? Obviously. Uh, I'm, I don't know. We're not like I said. We're not going to talk spoilers, and we're not going to talk about lo- leaks and rumors, mainly because I don't keep up with them, and I do not see what they are. I want to be surprised. I wish they would stop revealing people in these directs and stuff. Like I don't want to know what the full roster is going to be. I want to play the game and then have somebody be like, "Oh, a new challenger approaches," and then you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Solid Snake." Well, okay. knew about well, the it. thing is that I mean, the internet would find out very quickly, like seconds after the like digital pre-purchase of the game becomes playable. Yeah. Someone would know, and someone would put it online, and so Nintendo's like, you know, we're just going to do all the reveals our way before it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I hope I hope they it would be so cool though, wouldn't it? it, it just we, be shocked yes. by the game itself instead of a beforehand reveal. If we lived in a world like that, that'd be really cool, honestly. Uh, so that's it for news. Uh, that's all that we're going to be talking about right there. But we're going to go ahead and do a small feature about spooky games, and then we were originally going to do like this really fun idea. Um, I didn't I didn't prepare for this fun idea. Did you Did you prepare for the fun idea, Holly? I partially did. <laughs> you partially did. Do you have? Yeah, do you have, I don't know. If we want to. Do you have? If 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 do I have, have a scary story to tell? Yes, I was going to. I, I I came up with something and I was working on it and I did not finish it, so it's not going to be any good. It was about same here, kinda. It was about a young a young boy who was playing a video game and then he uh, <laughs> he forgot to save his video game and then he turned it on. And then there was a scary mole that jumped out and said, if you forget to do it again, I'm going to take your game and I'm going to break it in half. It was like going to be a, a, a spin on Animal Crossing because it's scary month. It's time to be scary. That's all I had. I'm sorry. Uh, um, well, uh, I would have loved to hear what you came up with because uh, – but you need time. You know, your, yeah. your story about like uh, the crash landing on an island with a Super Nintendo and you can only save one game like that story just gets more and more elaborate every time you tell it oh here's my scary story are you ready 
you, you sure okay you're flying over you're flying over you know in a, in a plane and then you crash and when you crash you you uh, wake up and you see all of a sudden oh my goodness what's going on you don't realize anything's happening and then you see a tv you're like oh good i got a tv awesome then all of a sudden you look over and you see you got a playstation you're like oh that's not very cool but whatever i got a playstation okay and then you look down at the dirt and you slowly start to dig and you see this game case appear out of nowhere and then finally you reveal the name of the game and it says crash and you're stuck like Crash Bandicoot on this desert island for who knows how long. Can you think of anything more scary than that? <laughs> I'm sure blind hostility could. That's all for that's all for him. That's all for him. I don't think my heart would be able to handle that much of a shock. Oh, I can't wait till they, <laughs> there's a little bit of a delay. That. You're digging in the sand <laughs> and you see a game and you dig more. <laughs> oh gosh, it's great. Well, uh, I could tell you and I I could show off my amazing English major skills. Yeah. By yeah. reading you what I uh, began for okay. my scary story. Yeah, let's hear it. So imagine the lights are turned off and I have like a flashlight up against my face. Just imagine it. Okay. okay just... All right, here we go. Here we go. This is what I have so far. It was a shadowy moonlit night. <laughs> I can't get through this. <laughs> I, got real, I got real scared right there. That was terrifying. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. It was a shadowy moonlit night. Link, hero of Hyrule, paragon of courage, symbol of hope, stood in confusion at the mouth of the damp cave, having been led there by a fairy with a faintly pulsating red glow. It had flown inside and disappeared into the darkness upon arriving at the cave, leaving no trace behind. Deep inside, a faint groaning sound chilled even Link to the bone. It was a voice, and it seemed to be crying out unintelligibly. Man or woman, human or spirit, Link couldn't tell. The only way to find out was to venture inside. Clinging to his torch with a clammy hand, he took a deep breath and entered. Is that all you got? <laughs> yeah, that's no. all I got so far. No, I got to hear the rest of this story. <laughs> I, it's not that good, is it's it? It's great. That was fantastic. Oh, I want to hear more. Oh, the chat. Man. We'll have to have the chat help us finish. We do. It, what happens? What happens in the cave? What is the unintelligible groaning sound? We should figure out a way to post a a like choose your it's own. It's tingle. Ad- oh! <laughs> <laughs> that'd be terrible. That, that's terrible. Yeah, he, he has that tingles. was totally improv. Uh, right there, tingle. Oh man, that'd be terrifying. A grown man <laughs> in a fairy outfit. That's pretty scary. A leotard. Yeah, a leotard trying Uh, to look like a fairy. Like, that's that's pretty, that's terrifying right there. Uh, All right, so those are our spooky stories. We will, uh, you know, improve them one of these days. Let's get into our little feature, though. We got a little bit of a feature. It's called Spooky Games. Um, I want to, I I wrote down, I wrote down some games in this one. Just uh, some stuff that I had thought about uh, that are spooky games on Nintendo platforms and stuff like that. I couldn't think of any. You couldn't think of any? So, what I also wanted to talk about. I don't play scary games. That's right. Metroid Prime, does that count? That's like the scariest thing I've ever played. That's what I would. those space pirates. That's what I kind of assumed, but uh, this is the last uh, uh, podcast in the month of October, which means the Nintendo Fever Game Club game is going to be changed to some to something else. So I thought maybe we could talk about Castlevania a little bit too, because you have been playing ah, some Castlevania, if nothing I else. Have. So uh, mm-hmm. if you want to, why don't you talk a little bit about Castlevania? Uh, what what do you like about it? Is it spooky? Is it scary? Does it get you? Okay, well, Castlevania is the perfect Halloween kind of game for me, and I'll explain that in a minute. First, I want to say that, uh, you know, I didn't play a lot of Castlevania growing up. In fact, I played none growing up, as far as I can remember. 
Um, and even after I became like a Nintendo blogger and I was trying to kind of catch up on some series that I didn't play much growing up, I didn't really reach Castlevania very much. No. So I've been playing. What uh, was it that kept you away from it? Just out of curiosity. Was it just like the thought that it was going to be either uh, not fun or hard or like what was it that kept you away from it? Um, just the same old problem, like just too many games to play. And I just okay. never got around to it. Too busy okay. playing Metroid Prime and getting all those space pirate jump scares. Uh, anyway, so I'm playing Super Castlevania 4 on my Super Nintendo Classic, or I have been playing it recently. Uh-huh. And again, it's like the perfect like Halloween time of year game for me to play. Because it's not terrifying, it's not like overly violent or gory. Yeah. Um, but it does have like kind of that spooky atmosphere, and you know, Dracula is Dracula and vampires and that type of thing. It's very associated with Halloween, even if it's not necessarily like the scariest thing ever. Yeah. It's just kind of a spooky Halloweenish thing. It's like Luigi's Mansion. Um, not like a super scary game. It just kind of has those vibes. So yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying Super Castlevania 4. I've played over five hours now. I know that because, uh, you know, my little save state on the Super Nintendo tells me how long I've been playing it. So I've played it for a good amount of time. I'm just a few levels away from the end, I believe. The levels are really meaty, though, so it may yeah. still take me a while. And I haven't played in a while because, oh my gosh, so many games <laughs> to play. But uh, but I, I'm really enjoying it quite a bit. So Yes. Uh, Castlevania is a thumbs up for me. Castlevania is an, an amazing series. Like, I, I cannot praise the DS games enough. They are fantastic video games, Holly. You need to you need to get these in your life, honestly. They're very, very good. I got to try Portrait of Ruin. I own it. Oh yes, you do. Play it. And the worst part, <laughs> the worst part about that is that Portrait Ruin is literally like the worst of the three, but it's still a great game. Like it's not, it, it's it is not as good as Dawn of Sorrow, and it's not as good as Order of Ecclesia, but it is still mm-hmm. very, very good. I've been that playing- could be up for debate. I chose between two DS. Hold on, who's debating this? games. Who's debating oh, this? I looked up like Metascore critics. No way. Metascore- critic scores no and between these two that i had the option of buying at salt lake comic-con actually it's called fanex now you know lawsuit and everything um when i was at salt lake camp comic-con uh there were two castlevania on ds games and so i googled them both and found out that portrait of ruin had the better overall scores so i was like i'll just go with this one even though i don't know much about the series but hey i mean if they're all good it's fine yeah, yeah, yeah. They are they're all fantastic games, but Order of Order of Ecclesia in my honest opinion is the best of the of the DS games. Chat, get in here and tell us what's what. Yeah. I'm curious. What is your guys favorite? So it says right here Metascore for Porcheron is 85 and then the the score for uh where's where is it at? Where is Oh, here it is. Order of Ecclesia. Order of Ecclesia so 85 for Portrait of Ruin and we're looking at a solid oh 85 for Order of Ecclesia. So it looks like they're actually tied on Metacritic between uh-huh. those two. I wonder I wonder what uh Castlevania Dawn of Sorrows is now. Uh I just want to say real quick that honest honest to goodness, my favorite video game music is Castlevania games. Um, I think that the Castlevania games have honestly some of the best music in all of video games. Like, uh, there even even like the uh, Game Boy game called uh, Castlevania Adventure, which is not a very good game. The music totally underrated, still very good. 
uh sorrow i'm trying to trying to trying to look this up but i don't know how to do it meta critic <laughs> i can't spell anything there it is uh just eating up a lot of dead air at this point oh 89 so the best game was donasaro it turns out if you go off at metacritic but they're all very good games i've played them all i think i've beaten all of them honestly i know i beat portrait of ruin aria, i've heard aria of sorrow on game the Boy Advan- GBA. Yeah. probably has like some of the best critical praise of the whole series so i'd like to see that comparison also i really wish that i had the twitch chat it seems everyone's there uh, that or my uh, youtube chat has frozen since i got disconnected uh no I, I don't i don't think that we have a very lively bunch they're all still like uh they're they're uh, what's it called you know they're just in shock of your story they're in a, a state of disbelief at this moment <laughs> so they're unable to participate is is the problem oh well how are we supposed to finish the story without help from the chat i know we got to get them more involved okay. for sure let us know what your guys's favorite castlevania game is if you have a favorite castlevania game uh moving on let's go ahead and talk about some spooky games actually one of the games that i have on this list is called luigi's mansion now luigi's mansion for the gamecube originally and then dark moon came out for the 3ds and then most recently they re-released of the original luigi's mansion on the 3ds as well and we're expecting luigi's mansion 3 coming out for the nintendo switch what are you are you a fan of luigi's mansion games have you put a lot of time effort into them well so i played one year for halloween like at the beginning of october one year i don't even remember what year it was but i decided i'm gonna play luigi's mansion 2 i've heard this series is good it was my first go at the series uh in earnest, because I think I played a friend's copy of the original like years ago uh-huh. for not very long. Didn't enjoy it that much because I was little and I didn't know what I was thinking. But <laughs> um, so I played Dark Moon for Halloween one year. Can't remember which year that was. And I loved it. I beat it. Enjoyed the heck out of it. It's it's a pretty easy series, but, uh, you know, it's got, like I say, those kind of Halloween vibes that I mm-hmm. like so much. And so I loved number two, and then I decided to try number one one year, and I didn't finish it in one year. So ever since then, <laughs> so this must have been like two or three years ago, I, like every Halloween day, I play a little bit of Luigi's Mansion and try to beat it. But every time that I come back to it, I'm just totally lost, and I might make a teeny bit of progress, but... Still haven't beat that one yet. And I've heard it's not wrong or anything, so maybe I'm close. I was going to say, I bet if you really, like, gunned down, you could probably get a beat on an evening or something like that because uh, I don't think it's a long game at all. Like, I think it, it's pretty short overall, especially I, – I I'm not expecting you to speed run it or anything like that. But uh, I do know that it's not, like, a super long game. Like, I feel like – I feel like it may be like under four hours if you were to like play through it like at an aggressive pace, basically. But I don't know for sure. Uh, we do got some activity in the chat. It looks like just a minute ago, Manhunt on the Wii is is pretty really. Oh wait, I think I'm missing some parts of this. Pretty freaky. Yeah, pretty freaky. That is pretty freaky. I agree with that. Uh, Manhunt is. I I guess I would consider that to be a horror game, but I wouldn't consider it to be like an October horror game. It's like it's like Saw, the Saw movies. Like, yeah, they're like they get released in October and stuff. But like when I think of when I think of horror, right, or 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 like October, I think of like overly like I don't want to say like demons, but I think of like scary clowns and I think of like uh, uh, Frankenstein, werewolves, vampires. What you were kind of saying like earlier, Castlevania. like Castlevania, yes, very. Very much so. I also think of something like Fatal Frame. Have you ever had any experience with Fatal Frame? No. 
Fatal Okay, so Fatal Frame is a really interesting series because it's a game that's based around taking pictures to like free souls. Like uh, the Wii had a version of it, and so did the Wii U. And the Wii U, you were able to use your gamepad as like your camera. The Wii, the Wii had you using your, uh, you know, your controller as pointer control and stuff like that. And then like jump scares were everywhere, right? Like some like demonic uh, girl would jump out that was a ghost and like be like, ah, I'm gonna get you. And then you'd like pull up your camera and be like, ah, I got a picture of you. And then that would like free their that would. <laughs> free their souls and then everything would be all right in the world basically uh i i don't know i thought i i i thought it was interesting uh i i didn't ever put a whole lot of time into it it's very japanese it's like super slow paced and stuff like that eternal darkness Oh my, I'm so glad Benjamin just said this because Eternal Darkness uh, was so good at being scary. And the reason why it was so good at being scary, Holly, imagine this, okay? Imagine you have just spent like three hours playing a game hardcore you got super far you know that you're getting close to the end and you haven't saved three hours (laughs) well you haven't saved and you haven't saved for these three hours okay like you've been just chugging along no saves you have not saved and you enter a room and the moment you enter a room the moment you enter the room the entire screen goes blue and then all this like random code goes on the screen and then all of a sudden it says your save file has been deleted or corrupted save or it says save file corruption and then everything just goes dark blue, and it's like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? That was a game mechanic, Holly. Oh, my goodness. The game did I that did, to you. I did have this experience just earlier today. I was facing a tough boss in I Am Setsuna. I'm still playing that. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, this boss is going to take me down. I don't even remember when the last time I saved was. <laughs> well, imagine if your save was deleted. Because that is what this game made you feel like. It didn't actually delete what it. The heck? It didn't actually delete it. All it did was it just displayed this thing, and then all, and then it would go back to the game. But for that brief second, like if you experienced that without knowing that it was going to happen, it was one of the coolest moments, you know, to feel anxiety playing a game that you'd ever have. Uh, you would also wow. like enter a room, and then instead of being on the bottom, like walking like you're supposed to, it'd like flip the world upside down, and you'd be walking on the top of it. Well, I mean, the whole thing would just be flipped. So the floor the- was. Did the controls inverse or or did the entire environment? The entire spin? environment. Yeah, the entire environment. Whoa. Yeah. And then there, there's a temple like that in Ocarina, or Majora's Mask, the Stone Tower Temple. The, speaking of spooky games, Majora's Mask, that's the spooky <laughs> Zelda game. Let's. What do you yeah. think about that one? I did. I actually finally beat that one once it came out on the 3DS. And I'm so glad I did. I spent so many years not playing that game because I was kind of turned off by the, like, you have to go back in time Uh mechanic. And if you run out of time, then it's like, what the heck? I lost all my rupees and all this. I just couldn't get into it. Finally, I got into it and beat it and just enjoyed the heck out of it. It is so creepy. Everyone says, like, you know, Twilight Princess is kind of the darkest and most mature Zelda. (laughs) And I love that about Twilight Princess. But nothing is creepier than Majora's Mask. Like, the first time that I did that little mini game where you kind of have to, like, use the time mechanic to save the little girl at the farm from being abducted by aliens. Uh I was like, this is dark stuff. Like, and if you don't do that in time, you go to the farm and her older sister is like sitting in there. Like just, she's like broken. (laughs) She's like broken. She's broken. She's like, she told me they were, she said something like she said they were coming. I didn't believe her. And now she's gone. And it's her little sister abducted by aliens. I was like, this is kind of dark. So, that and some other things in Majora's Mask really took me by surprise in the most pleasant way. I just loved that game. You know, when you get... Also a creepy one. There's a reason why we, we watch horror. I don't know if you do. Do you watch scary movies at all? 
Not really. Not usually. In fact, uh, before I watched The Quiet Place recently, I just watched that. It that was, was good. That um, was good. I, yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah. But before I saw that movie, the scariest movie I had ever seen was The Mummy. <laughs> and that <laughs> isn't even that scary. It scared me when I was little. It doesn't scare me anymore. But okay, that's good. how sad I am when it comes to horror stuff. Quiet Place, though. Uh, Very good Quiet movie. Quiet Place, yeah. Yeah, there are some good shocks in there. There was moments where I like looked at my wife and was like, they're not going to do this, are they? They're not going to do it, are they? I was just like sobbing almost. It was. I'm a, I'm a baby when it comes to watching scary Ooh. movies. I really am. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I would be too if I was brave enough to, you know, just put them on. But in the, the reason first place, why we watch these, step. the reason why we watch these scary movies and stuff is that we enjoy the adrenaline that we're given with them. Basically, like we don't. The the scare is not the important part of like the emotion that you get when you watch a scary movie or play a scary game. It's the adrenaline that you get because you know it's all fake at the end of the day. But it's still like this story that's so intense that it gets you like. It gets you pumping and stuff. Uh, Silent Hill's always done a very good job at that. And there's a great Silent Hill game that was made for the Wii. Silent Hill Memories is a fantastic, not only Silent Hill game, but also a great thriller-based game that takes place in a individual who's dealing with a lot of pain and emotion, and he's actually in a therapy section uh, uh, session while you're playing this game. And it cuts back between gameplay and therapy, and while you're in the therapy section, the uh, therapist will ask you all these questions. He'll say things like, uh, color this picture and it'll and of whatever your childhood house looked like basically and if you color like the roof blue and then you know the sides of the house uh, green and like the trees next to it yellow or some crazy thing or the fence yellow or some some crazy thing eventually when you get to that part in the game where you're dealing with like your childhood memories and regression and stuff all of a sudden you will literally see this house in the same colors that you put it in so like it it like allows you to like put input into the game. It asks you like these questions of like uh, uh, are you afraid of the dark and stuff. And like there's all these segments that are now more dark than they were before. The game actually changes. There's a lot of different paths and roads you can go on depending on how you answer the questions in the therapy se- sessions. That's so cool. You know, it seems really like is. horror games. I don't play them a lot, but it seems like there's so much like creativity that goes into them because giving people that experience of horror and uh, just total I immersion. Think, I think it's, horror, it's an art. Yes, yes. And I think that horror games and, and, and being scary in general, right? I think scariness is, is kind of like a very open blank paged book. When it comes to adventure, sci-fi, uh, fighting games, like there's this very like by the book thing that's like, oh, if you're going to do a fantasy game, you have to have dragons. You don't have to, but you know what I mean? Like you have yeah, to, you have to hit conventions. This... conventions, exactly. Horror. I really, truly feel there's less conventions about it because the reality is, is fantasy involving dragons is fantasy, but horror, when something is scary to you or scary to me, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's scary to somebody else. So there's so many different portrayals and so many different genres of horror. A Quiet Place is actually a pretty good example of this because I could see many people not thinking this movie was scary or or, or freaky or anything like that. But like if you take like the idea of what The Quiet Place is really about with the idea that like you can't make any sound. Like have you like I personally have been home alone. And I've been very quiet inside my house. And then all of a sudden you hear like the the the, the uh, wood on the floors creak. Right. And like and it's like the loudest, most startling sound yes. ever. And, and I know nobody's doing it. I know that it's just the hot air and cold air contracting. But like 
goodness, goodness me if I don't just like start grabbing my pillow tighter because it's a freaky sound. It just <laughs> it catches you by surprise, obviously. Um, yeah, with horror games, the funny thing going back to the idea of like conventions and stuff. Mm-hmm. If horror games did follow set conventions, they wouldn't be horrifying anymore. Everyone would know what to expect. So yes. that's what's cool about that genre. You know, I haven't again. I haven't played a lot of them, but I've been watching Peanut Butter Gamer recently. Oh, I love uh, that guy. Yeah, he's a fun guy to watch on YouTube. And this isn't a Nintendo system game, but um, he played this uh, just, I think it's just a PC game called uh, Nun Massacre recently. And, I didn't uh, see that. Oh, did you watch uh, <laughs> Peanut Butter uh, Plays? The his, uh... It was game, his gameplay channel. Oh, okay, I don't, yeah, yeah I just watch his. He's like uh... my new favorite YouTube right now. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I, mean, I like this, his gameplay videos there's a this, lot. But, there's uh... this cool YouTube channel called Nintendo Fever, but whatever. <laughs> I just finally subscribed to Nintendo Fever, by oh, the way. Thank I'm you. Terrible, I'm a terrible podcast host. Oh, uh, a couple other games I wanted to briefly touch on, uh, and then we'll be done with this this podcast, honestly. Uh, we're trying to get some stuff done ourselves. But uh, Demetrium uh, was a DS game. Uh, there's one and two. Dementium? Dementiums. I, you, Holly, in all the years that you've known me, what is my one contributing uh, thing that I am able to contribute on a regular <laughs> basis to this podcast? Really awesome mispronunciations of words. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That would be that would be that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what this game is. It's a mispronunciation, <laughs> as told by me. Uh, that was done by Renegade Kid, now a Tui, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Joel, that was so Washam. funny. Like, yeah, Jules, watch him. Um, so, yeah, the first time I ever played a uh, Renegade Kid game it was mutant muds mm-hmm. and Fantastic. stuff and then i and then i found out that they made those horror games on the ds and i was like wait a minute what not just so horror just watch him man he's a he's a talented guy to be developing such a variety of games and not just the horror part of these games but they're actually like technical masterpieces when it comes to ds hardware look up screenshots and videos of the actual game running it is impressive it is a first person adventure horror game that has very good graphics very good texture work very good sound design for the ds i remember when these games came out and uh you know somebody who loved playing ds games and liked seeing it them being pushed to the limits and stuff like that. Like I can legitimately remember like, oh man, I can't wait to like put headphones on, play this game and like be kind of freaked out, which I was. It was, there's some good little jump scares and stuff like that, but they're very cool, uh, entertaining romps of playing video games. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There, There is a whole wide variety of, of stuff on Nintendo consoles. It's kind of what I found out while looking up this list and stuff. Like we have the classics like Resident Evil and Silent Hill. But then we also have some really interesting stuff that are exclusive. Things like Eternal Darkness and Luigi's Mansion, which is Metroid a, Prime. Metroid Prime. Would you consider were you ever scared in Metroid Prime? Uh, yeah, actually, I wouldn't consider it a horror game, of course, but oh. sometimes you, like, walk into this place, there's no music playing in the background, but you, like, hear these scratchy sounds, and you're like, okay, there are space pirates in here somewhere, and they're just gonna, like, fall off the ceiling when I least expect it and scare the heck out of me, or a Metroid is gonna burst out of some glass uh, container and just scare the heck yes. out of me. So there were times I screamed out loud playing that game. The jumps, there are a few jump scares in it. Is there anything scarier than having like five health and like knowing that like the only way you can like get healed is by like running down this corridor and knowing that there are going to be enemies that are going to attack you? That is legitimate fear right there. Like there's, that's yeah. terrifying. What do yeah, you do? I, I, 
I was just playing Zelda on the NES, and I kept getting attacked by these enemies. And I was—I mean, anything will freak me out. It doesn't take much to freak me out. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm excited for Halloween. My kids are super excited and stuff. Uh, I, I love playing a scary game during this scary time of year. I remember when uh, Silent Hill the movie came out, and I remember like after I watched the movie, like I had to go buy Silent Hill for the room, which was for PlayStation Two at the time, and I also had to buy Doom uh, Three, which is kind of a, the scarier version of Doom. The new Doom, which I also want to talk about a little bit just very briefly, the Doom 2016 is what it's referred to that came out to the Switch, is much more a action uh, game than it is a horror game. You're just dealing with dis- destroying hell, basically, in Doom. It's a pretty cool story. <laughs> Honestly, like, Doom is, like, really, really, like, metal and stuff. It's like, we went to Marge, or Mars, and for some reason, Mars has a portal to hell, which makes no sense at all, but that's <laughs> video games for you. That's video games, and it's just... That's whatever. why we love them. Exactly. Like, that's, that's what video games are, is that crazy thing that that doom did and it, it's fun for that reason right uh but that i think that does it for us i'm excited for halloween like i said i'm gonna play more castlevania even when this uh we we pick a new game for the game month obviously because it is such a fantastic game i just beat the third boss in it and i could not believe how difficult this game was and how i used to play it so much I, i'm getting my my reflexes are not what they used to be let's put it that way <laughs> Oh, the joys. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's about it for me. Holly, do you have anything that you want to end with? Uh, nope. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it's been great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we will be here again next Friday, obviously. We'll have a we'll have a new game picked out, I think, for the Nintendo Fever Game Month of the Club. Keep an eye on Discord. <laughs> I'll put a link in there as well. Uh, game Month of the Club. Is that what you're laughing at? Is my extreme yeah. rambling version of that. Uh, I love it. We will month ha- of the Club. <laughs> <laughs> we will have to look up what games are on sale on the Switch. And maybe we can pick out something that's a little bit cheaper and try to really get everybody into it at the same time. It'd be cool oh. if we could do like a multiplayer game. What? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or, we'll keep everyone updated yeah. on the Discord. I, you know, I do have one last thing to say. This was several, several minutes ago, but I just down, I just got Golf Story. Did you really? I spent my gold coins on it. It cost me nothing, and I still have a few hundred gold coins. I got $20 just sitting in my account right now that's burning a hole in my pocket, Holly. So you don't want to tempt me like this. I think I'm going to go do it. I, I don't know. Okay. Thanks. All right, Thanks, guys. Benjamin. Go enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Being a part of the show, we appreciate it. We are a weekly podcast that happens every Friday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us right here on the uh, Nintendo Fever YouTube channel. You can find me on Twitter at OnlyMadDezen. You can find us on our Discord that I will share. And then, uh, Holly, where can people find you on the Internet if they are looking? I am primarily on Twitter. My handle is at Lil Red Koopa, L-I-L Red Koopa. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for being a part of it. And uh, until next time, keep on playing those games until your thumbs fall off. Bye. (gasps) Bye.